right. the screen when you say I just, this. I just need y'all to know, and they gonna give me shit for this. I'm throw this. This is going on TikTok, right? Oh. I record with y'all, and then I record with Tony right after. Niggas have never been on time to shit, and I'm habitually late, so I'm already half the problem. Yeah, you yeah, are. Yes, yeah. I text them like, "Hey, yo, let's go." Y'all niggas was in here in like 30 seconds. Fam, I would still be waiting for like the next 15 minutes. I'd get Tony would hit me with a y'all my shower real quick. We'll be like, I right, give me like 10 minutes. Niggas have hit me with like, uh, I'll be on real quick. I'm just I just got back. Uh um, I'm about to leave the gym. And I'm like, my nigga, it's not real quick then. You're not just gonna leave the gym, come home, hop right. Like, doesn't so, Will doesn't Will have a gym in his garage or like yeah, but Will in has his like house? Six, yeah, but we'll have 67 kids. At this no. point, oh, okay. <laughs> at this point, Will's late, but I don't even. I'm not even mad at him no more. I'm just like, bro, you got too many little people. I'm just like, you. I understand. Like your schedule is that's a that's a no that's a workout in its own that's, way. Like the mental workout, like remembering all their names. That's important. You can yeah. be like my dad and forget it. No, he oh, didn't forget. You, you he came you back. do have a dad. I forget. I know. Every now and then. It's my anime backstory. That's why I started the pod. You gotta have you gotta make real, sure when you write your Is character. it a real anime backstory if they're still alive? Uh, yeah, it is. Long lost evil father is definitely a trope. I was gonna say, what do you like do you consider Todoroki having like an anime backstory? Isn't Luffy's dad still alive? If we think that's really his dad. No, it's definitely his or dad. Is- we we just don't know if it's Garp's kid. <laughs> that's that's also true. We also, for all you other fuckers out here, it's like, it's, did, did Luffy's mom just join up with Buggy? Anyway, talk dude, about that's it. that's why they were started pulling videos down. We we were we we started we, <laughs> we went too close. Like, wait, a, we were like, wait a minute. They never mentioned Luffy's mom. <laughs> what no, if what I, if Dragon isn't? Buggy that is Garp's still to date. To date, that is my most like proud theory ever is like the connection between Garp, Zebic, Dragon, Luffy's mom, and Luffy because it's very Oda esque. Or it's like he shows it. We already know Luffy's family is nuts, right? It's like if Dragon's yeah. really by face value, if Dragon's your dad and, and Garp's your grandpa, and Ace and Sabo are your adopted brothers, your family's already crazy. And Shanks is your uncle, so it's like bro's already working with a lot. So it would feel even more Oda esque to be like. But what if it was even crazier? Oh, it's absolutely well. Yeah, that's that's every manga, right? Like they were like, oh, Naruto's dad was the fourth Hokage. But wait, what if his mom was the previous nine-tailed host? But wait, what if that he... one? I'm sad we never got like the the Hashirama and his wife. That was like set up to be a story. If... And Kishimoto yeah. just forgot. Yeah. What if Hashirama? I think he was no, definitely just dying and wanted it over with at that point. He's like, Wait I can't, a minute. I can't. She got she got panels. Like she got full-blown panels of it's like, yes, this was the lady who had the nine tails before Naruto's mom. So it's like, and it was the wife of the first Okagi. So it's like, cool. She has two things that in this world are really fucking important. What's her name? What does she do? Me too. I have 700 chapter burnout. She is who she is. Deal with it. Here is Sakura and continuing on. I love, like by my... the way, for anybody listening, imagine yeah. Mito me Uzumaki, bitches. Get out of here. That gave me a poster two weeks ago now of it's seven Dokage Naruto pushing little Naruto in the swing. And I love the poster. And 
I just I had to re-clarify every now and again. He burned it immediately. I love Naruto. I we come on here and talk a lot of shit about the way that it ended, but do not get it twisted. If it's like if I gotta go top five, even with a piss poor ending, Naruto is making my top five. Yeah, like first half of Nar- our first half of Naruto is so good. Absolutely, the first part is Shippuden. Yeah, I don't know what you consider the halfway point. I don't know if you're going Naruto versus Shippuden uh, is the halfway, I think, or I think immediately after. The revenge arc is when it starts to go down. So Yutake. right after Sasuke killing Donzo and um, um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. You, they they start. That's when the power scale no, for no, me no, starts to change a bit. Yeah, because like, Donzo is like nuts, and then you know from there it's gonna just be like even more bonkers. Yeah, Sasuke easily beating Donzo. I, yeah. I don't consider that an easy beat. I honestly Sasuke I was going to die if Obito's not literally standing right there and has the cheat code. For me personally, I think it's the fourth great ninja war. I think that's when everything started ramping up to such a degree. And then it stopped feeling like a war because it all felt like the land of fires problems that every other country has to deal with. It, like, like imagine, like imagine America really hating about half of america and going to war with about half of america and the all the other countries of the world go all right well i guess we'll help so like the civil war but like with reinforcements what (laughs) (laughs) hey um, no see that's what um and i and i think we you and i have discussed a couple times before is like to be a I think fly in Justin's mind is impeccable. Too, no, my mind makes <laughs> can't, sense. We can't I, unfathom the depths. <laughs> I say all the time, like the way I take in information, I'm like, people don't want to see my process. But um, the fourth grade engine war, I think everything up to that point, yes, there is like little things here and there that I don't love. Um, but getting to that point, because even power scale wise, I know Jake, uh, you and I kind of talked about it um, in the show's birthday a couple weeks ago. I was like, Prior to the Great Ninja War, for a power scaling Naruto, they did a really good job. I would say prior to that war, I don't count Tailed Beast because they were exclusively shown as this like unhuman-esque power. So I was cool with them. And even um, then they were, weren't shown like unstoppable. It was still like No, not like unstoppable, the, the but Kotsky, they were like kick, kick most of the the Jinchurikis uh, weren't Jinchuriki's exactly. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. The Jinchuriki, like the One Tails is crazy. The Gara was never as strong as the One Tails, but the One Tails was just this massive thing of power that Gara could access. Where it was like, if Gara on a scale of one to 10 of power was like, let's say a five for context of that world, with the One Tails, he was like a seven because he could tap into that. That's a lot of early Naruto's. Naruto sucks. Yeah. But he gets the Nine Tails and it's like, oh, look, the little shitty ninja boy now has the power of the fucking, you know, second Okage. Um, yeah, I think, as, I think making the nine tails as strong as it was out the gate was kind of, I mean, in Shippuden. So like the moment like Naruto, like I, I think the thing that kind of like made me go like, oh, that's really cool. But in the context of like Kaguya, I went, maybe, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we should cut Kaguya and maybe scale back nine tails was when, what? seven of them shot tailed beast bombs and he shot his own he he shot his own and that that was enough to counter seven seven tailed beasts i mean i can i can't do math but nine ain't bigger than 
So that one, was the problem. Three, six, like <laughs> and I wouldn't even have minded the um and like I said, the tail beast in the vacuum. Like I think they had a they had a cool backstory. I really liked their backstory. Their power got fucked up when they did go like it was exponentially stronger. So it's not just like, okay, well, two is stronger than one, three is stronger than two, but probably not stronger than two and one. That would have been better balancing up for them entirely. When it went exponentially and it was like, okay, she got one, three, nine, 27. It's like, because then the, what the fuck is the 10 tail supposed to be? Because like yeah. I wouldn't have minded yeah. if if there's no 10 tails and like let's like no physical 10 tails, it's just the thought of being the Jinchuriki of all nine of them yeah fine i could excuse like karama being this like karama being quote unquote the strongest thing to exist fine yeah but if there's a 10 tails and he's exponentially stronger than the others what the fuck do we need shukaku for like what yeah. the fuck do we need i don't even remember two through well i i don't i don't mind man. that it just it felt like when you when homie was splitting the power of the 10 tails up he went you went here's here's 70 percent. all right the tip of this pen is the shukaku and this is nine tails uh you know for audio listeners and it's no skateboard though yeah man shout out to comic-con and the 20th anniversary baby but yeah no so it's like it was one of those things where it's like it's where it's like the anime is, but um, manga is even old. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was one of those things where it's like when you chop up a pizza, and you just, <laughs> and you just, you take a piece of pepperoni off and you throw it, and then you just eat the whole fucking thing, and that's <laughs> nine tails. Like, yeah, like yeah. it did. It doesn't quite make sense. Um, I really wanted, I think, Naruto in context, and if anyone's listening. You can tell there's no One Piece chapter this week. So, you know, shout out to that. Um, we have a chapter to review. We don't have one for next week. What are you talking about? What, what chapter is there to review? Chapter came out last week. There's no chapter this week. We, 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 we reviewed two of them last week. That's right. I'm all fucked up, guys. Don't listen to me. I'm anyway, all. I'm all. I, and Jake, maybe you would have felt like this too. But post-pain... I think it would have been really yeah. interesting if it's cool. Pain. The village, yeah, the, cool. the village acknowledges Naruto, right? And yeah. Naruto in that moment is like, "Oh my god, I'm this is everything I wanted." But it's almost empty in a sense of like, I had to literally fight God and then he like- and beat God to be acknowledged and seen. And he still didn't like use his own power. He had to use the nine tails. Yeah, and it, but, I don't know. I feel like there could have been. There's a lot. There's for, a lot of missed like writing opportunities. Well, I, I like, characterization more, opportunities. Yeah, like Naruto having to prove himself, and then like maybe insert a villager who's still like you're still a, you're still a fucking monster. You know, like so I mean, like, if I saw like a giant fox inside of the moon above my what village. I'm, what I'm trying to thing. what I'm trying to get at is actually it's the same maybe, one that murdered my parents. I'd be like, nah. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is like I think I really wanted to see some Naruto outside the village. Maybe like I don't want to say Naruto alone because that's the contrast between him and Sasuke. But like you know how Naruto and Sakura take off for the summit, 
but like maybe like they go off and like ex i don't know learn a little bit more about what, what the feasts are and like find their way to um killer bee along the way and like i no, feel like versus no no versus take like my killer bee versace fight that is some of the coolest no shit. i'm not i'm not taking it because that happened before all this um post pain you're right, you're right you're right you're right post pain is donzo going to the summit so i i feel like maybe instead of trapping naruto on a turtle yeah um, that, that was to, to uh, try to yeah, like learn okay. how to do uh, go through another training arc maybe it could have been something like the arc could have been like the uzumaki arc or the ceiling arc these these are things that i thought boruto would touch on like what who were the uzumaki after 400 episodes of Boruto and 7,000 episodes of Naruto, who can tell me anything about the Uzumaki? They have red hair. Yep. You're not wrong. <laughs> and, and they like fish cakes. They like there fish cakes. And they did seal they did ceiling. I do this really. Like that was that was it, right? But I was like, I wanted to see more. And it's the only reason I keep reading Boruto, because I'm hoping like I get to see more Uzumaki stuff. Oh, so you're better than me. Like, if they ever do, I will tune in for those couple of chapters because I do think that is an interesting point to hit on. I don't think I'm willing to shovel through the amounts of shit that you are in order to get to that point. Oh, um, yeah, dude. I shovel it every month. Every month. <laughs> I will you know say... Jake, you know how Jake gives us quality things to watch and read? I say, fuck it. And then I <laughs> read Boruto every month religiously. At first, first day it comes out, because I want to go, do I remember what happened in the previous chapter without having to check and go like be 13 pages into a 30 page thing and go, I don't know what the fuck's happening. It's my favorite uh, monthly I, uh, <laughs> brain tease. <laughs> I will throw some in defense of Naruto if I do spend a lot of time shitting on it, but in, in defense of my love of that show. And no, I love it. Like it's not, it's, this, is, this is me having finished it and having reread it like twice and maybe three times at this point, like, and like, I, I love it. It's the first half is like one of the best anime out there. Like I, I, I can't, I don't want to be that guy, but like I it is, it's not a thousand percent. You get the hand signs and like the idea of like jutsu and chakra and like I, you got in depth on chakra you know what i, I mean? just want to say that the reason the uzumaki clan is extinct is because they specialized in the most useless fucking skill set possible <laughs> which is ceiling hey who do we use this for exclusively on the nuclear weapons all right i mean i'm uh, still we, we, that we, sounds we, like we a theory that sounds like a theory hold on that's not, that sounds like a theory <laughs> that we can't confirm is the reason <laughs> 7,000 chapters later and we still have no we have nothing but theories on who the Uzumaki were. They had a cat lady who had like masks. I'm going to uh maybe a that's a theory. <laughs> like we don't know. I'm going to push back a little on the pain point and this is only because uh when I started rewatching and rereading Naruto um cuz I did take a couple I did took I don't think I read it uh, or watched for like I want to say end of sophomore through um some point in senior high school so i started re-watching and reading it um i think and i'm not talking about the anime here um because obviously anime has too many filler episodes to care about up through pain 
if pain was like the end of your story, um, I'd argue Naruto swinging at like in the high nineties in terms of it's like yeah. how good it is. Um, and with pain, I don't mind Naruto's like acceptance only because we have two other characters who are pivotal in that story that like, that's kind of the only way they got acceptance. Like I love the only filler arc we've talked about before is like the Kakashi Ambu stuff is amazing. Yeah. Um, and because it kind of hits on him, Itachi, like, nobody is really, like, outright accepted and loved by everybody until they prove they're strong. And I always kind of thought that worked for Naruto because there was such this message in the beginning of the series, like, these are all kids of war. You're only as good as you are to your military. Because Naruto's is is literally a... I mean, until you get to Boruto and Homie invented the fucking, he became Steve Jobs and was like, I found the iPad. Who would have um, thought when people communicate, we can go to space. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's a very primitive world. So it's like, Hikashi was yeah. not like this hero. He was just really strong as a kid. So like, fuck yeah, he's good. Guy was not really accepted until he was like, oh fuck, he can do eight gates. Cool. Get this month. Yay. Get him a badge. Yeah. Um, The entire Uchiha clan, it was like the one of the huge points of the show and the story was like, if you just got your head out of your ass, weren't racist towards these people. Like this could have been the land of fire could have ran through everybody. They just yeah. literally ignored, not ignored. They literally hated and just tried to kill and eliminate their biggest source of power because two guys from, I forget the exact timeline, but two guys from 50, 60 years ago were friends they're not friends because their dad had issues and now the clans are fighting and even though they made the village we still don't like this guy and it's like the um so i don't i use that in defense of like naruto having to beat pain to get acceptance was very in line for um at that point in time the story kishimoto was telling and i totally i agree i i think it's a really cool thing to do i think the question of why did i have to do this is never addressed. And so it's one of those things of like, why do I, a 16 year old boy, need to prove myself to like, to complete strangers who have literally resented me my entire life so that they like me. And I think that's something that's kind of glossed over in Naruto. It, it kind of sets the idea of like, oh, if you just try hard enough, everyone will like you. And it's like, well, that's not the best message. I also think, and this actually just came to mind, what an amazing parallel it could have been if we got the reveal that, because I don't think they revealed Nagato as an Uzumaki until way later. What a beautiful parallel this could have been between Nagato and Naruto and Itachi and Sasuke. Like brothers in their own sense. That would have been, yeah. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And then when they meet again as like zombies on the battlefield, what a more impactful fight that could have been. Because we went went on this, Naruto gets to go on this journey to learn what what happened to the Uzumaki. And he gets to learn, oh, this is what it feels like to lose an entire clan. Like, I also lost my entire clan, you know? That's one of my... Uh, this, this, is, this, is, this is, like, maybe, like, an arc that could have... I'm not mad about the war. I just feel like as soon as the war happened, everything got ramped. Uh, no, you know I what I mean? Like, it kind of... It built, it built to the war and then went... 
you know, versus oh. like, I feel like if we had had this Uzumaki arc, it could have been something cathartic on the Naruto end mm-hmm. as a character, build build that character, and then war breaks out because, you know, uh, something's going on uh, with uh, Obito. Or we, we can do the war still. I'm not mad about the war. I'm mad that... Well, it's executed. I'm, I'm mad that 10,000 episodes and chapters later... I don't know anything about the Uzumaki and they definitely spend the war hinting at things throughout. They even hint at Sasuke going in and learning like what the ceiling, like, Oh, Uzumaki's did ceiling. Yeah. And like Sasuke gets that, you know what I mean? I'm like, why, why does Sasuke need that? Yeah. I'll give you like, we, we, like we could, that's like such a, that's such a shoehorn thing that we could have like set up with Naruto and Sasuke, who was brought up by Orochimaru just knows this info already. Let's Orochimaru was literally one of the, he's arguably the best character, the first half of Naruto and some point into, well, Shippuden kind of just screwed him, which I'm always like, torn on and i have two really quick this wasn't it but i had two really quick things and a question for jake i i when i when i rewatched um shippuden or when i rewatched naruto and noemi and orochimaru who i was very happy creeped her out at 24 years of age 25 years of age i'm like perfect that's what he's meant to do like this dude who showed up he's and terrifying. he was this, yeah it was creepy it was terrifying and i remember reading and watching and i was like man i hate orochimaru and shippuden because he is just downgraded so hard yeah but i do I don't think it was executed perfectly, but I think I understand the thought more of like why he was shit on so hard. Like, I think it was an intent to show like how insane that technique was that the third used. It was like, it took Orochimaru who was an S class, triple S class, one of the three or four strongest dudes on the planet. And it brought him to the point where it was like, yeah, Sasuke was whooping his ass because he felt like it. But I think that Mm -hmm. wasn't so much in real time. It felt, yeah. And I was like, wait, Sasuke shouldn't be like that crazy yet. Yeah, it was definitely too well, much. He, I mean, he does make the point also of like waiting for he he makes the point of going, oh, I, I know when you're at your weakest. No, which I which I thought was like a really and he specifically some, waits for Kabuto to not be around. He waits for Kabuto not to be around. He waits for Orochimaru to literally be about ready to like transfer and die. And then he goes, Okay, I'm gonna fight you. Yeah. And and even then, like he didn't. Itachi deals the finishing blow, the finishing blow, right? Because he's With the still literally never used again. Again, right. we could be. There's so much. Anyway, ten thousand chapters later, where one, are one, we? One last quick thing, and I have a question for Jake. Uh, yeah. So I also think the reason why a lot of people hate the war is because it does suffer from uh, <clears throat> what Dragon Ball suffers from, which is it turns into. Wait for Goku. Wait for Naruto. The first part of the war has a chance to be my super hero interesting. Right now. <laughs> it has a chance yeah, right? to be oh my so cool, so interesting. I've said it multiple times. Like because you bring back the dead, you have all these different dynamics and character interactions you could explore, and it just turns into. I will give you like one or two, and I like the 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 most well done one is Asuma, and I really didn't need Asuma a second time. I already had a really good moment with Asuma when he died the first time. Yeah. You got team, you got the team, their moment, cool. And for that to be the one you hit on again when they come back, I was like, I didn't need it. And then it was like, White Zetsu, 
now Naruto's here and we're going to go this way. So the war suffers definitely from like, wait for the main character. Yeah. Uh, I, there's also like the zombies too were very like, some of them are really cool. And I love, I love that the anime got to expand on some of them, but I, I'm getting this kind of in my hero now where they're introducing these like really cool villains that would have been such a, so great. Cool. It was like such a great years arc. ago. And like, just, just before this is, this is my thing with a final war. And something that I'm intrigued with, with One Piece doing, a final war shouldn't be revealing. It shouldn't the, be revealing characters. The, revealing these like insane, cool characters. You know, like if a story, if you're gonna do the final war, they should be like callbacks almost. This is this is this is your fan service moment, right? In yeah. a FMA, like the way FMA B ends, it's very much like. Uh, Hey, these are all the characters that we've met along our journey and they're coming back to help. Like that's what uh, Avengers Endgame, the final sh- like battle, everyone who's ever been in an Avengers movie or in one of the MCU movies comes back. They're they're not re- revealing like yeah. You know, we don't need new characters. They're not revealing uh, Riri Williams in Endgame. <laughs> No, who saves Tony Stark when Captain America or uh, Captain Marvel comes in oh, in, the op- in the opening in the opening scene, dude? Captain Marvel comes up and saves Tony Stark. Who's Captain Marvel? Well, I mean, she was set up before. Can you imagine if they had just revealed her? Be like, look at this sick character that we don't know anything about. Just shows up and saves the day. That's it's not. It doesn't feel good, you know. I agree with you. I will say my only exception in Naruto's case, and then I'm going to ask my question, is I really like the uh, two Kekigenkai users, um, the Flaming Fist and the fucking... Um, it's the one who could make a dude, like, literally, um, he, like, smoked you alive. It was a guy and a girl. Um, but it was... I liked them only because I liked their fighting style, and I like Kabuto made, like, there was some strategy to it. was like, yeah, I want these people that have these unique abilities because a lot of people don't know how to deal with this. Now, mm. Kishimoto gave us the fan service moment, which I appreciated, of Haku running into, Haku and Zabuza running into Kakashi, which is like, fan service wise, awesome. Strategically, it was worthless because you took Haku, who could have been insane as a zombie, and it's like, I'm a thumb against yeah. the one person that knows how to deal with them. All right, yeah. well. Um, yeah, I, 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 I like Kingaku and... Genkaku, the yeah, they were fun. Them. They're awesome, really? and I, I there's they're they were cool to watch do stuff. Their backstory or the idea that they ate part of the night chewed on the nine tailed fox dope. is super dope. It's I dope. thought that was pulled out of their ass because it was almost like he you're was right. It you're was, right. and it, it was it, good. It, it feels that <laughs> way. No, because Obito was losing, and he was like, fuck, I need a way to do this, though, because Madara is ready to come back, and Dude, I don't no, have no, a plan. No. Hear, hear me out. They're a perfect example of we could have learned about them before the war. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, oh, if yeah. someone's going around, and it's like, oh, well, the second, like, uh, Donzo, you know, flashing back to the second great ninja war, the first great ninja war or whatever uh-huh. and um seeing like them see, losing their seeing shit. yeah we could have seen like the second hokage face off against these two 
you know just what I a mean? Little, gl- little glimpse, and then yeah, like he'll highlight some of like Donzo's background too. Those two are monsters because they were like those three took each other out. You know, yeah, they were Kage level strong. Yeah. Wait, do we know that for sure? They're, they're, it's a, it's so a theory. I it's, give everybody <laughs> again. Seven hundred chapters. We don't know how the first. How did second, how, how did first, the first how did second, the first Okage die? Or the second? Well, the second died. You know, in the war. Sec- we second the second died in war. How did the first one die? Oh wow! Ding ding ding! We don't know. Oh. Like who killed, we don't know. who killed the second? Who can even kill the second? That makes sense. Kikuku that and point. Kikuku. Well, that was that's, that's, that's the, why I'm like. Oh, is that who killed? No. Oh, that, that's, that's that was the theory. theory. That's yeah. the theory. We don't know. That so the, the I was gonna say is the the thing that's I can when I say like Kagela. Whenever I reference like a level in terms of a strength, I consider who you fight. If you had an impactful fight with them, that's why I consider your level is. So like, um. For one piece, for like, I think Doflamingo is like right under Admiral level because I think he could fight an Admiral. I don't think it goes well for him, but I think he could stay in a fight long enough for it to be like, he's not going out like a bitch. I just don't think he wins. So that's what I'm considering. When I say they're like Kage level because they are referenced to have fought at like that strength during the pinnacle of the wars. Um, I would have given it to Kakashi too, except they just shit on Kakashi the second Orochimaru season. He's like, yeah, you're a tick below. Um Jake, because one of my favorite episodes we've ever done in this is we had Chris on for an episode. Now, Chris oh, didn't yeah. know he was coming on for an episode, but Chris was over at Matt's house hanging out. And so I did what all good friends do, which I said, yo, get Chris on the microphone. Chris got on the microphone. He I thought monetized we monetized him. Absolutely. Um, and we're no, like, one's, no one's more monetizable than Chris. Get the dump yeah. truck ready. Um, so <laughs> Chris got here. Chris was, not, was like, he was going to be asked a couple of questions. We were, I think we were driving the, past him after the movie and Michelle just yelled that at, to Adam <laughs> from the car. Perfection. As I think at the time, Chris was watching Attack on Titan. Uh, I think it was season three. Maybe it was season four, part one. Um, but so I think Chris thought we were going to ask him a couple of Attack on Titan questions. So, and of course I was like, I can't do that. You got to, I think I'd be a bitch an interviewer, but I'm never going to do it because I'll get canceled and fired. hundred percent. So I asked Chris, like, you ever seen Naruto? And he's like, no. So I said, okay, I'm going to ask you a question and I'm going to ask you the same question, Jake. And then uh, Matt, you can give your answer. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, no, yes, I do. You were on Sasuke side of things. So. I'm probably the, on Sasuke side of things. The <laughs> origin of the story of Naruto is the feelings between Naruto and Sasuke. And they revolve around the question, is it better to, or sorry, does it hurt more to have never had, or does it hurt more to have lose after having? This is off the basis of Naruto grew up, he never had. His mom and dad were dead from essentially since he was born. I get it, they were they were there when he, first 10 minutes of his life, wonderful. Um, but essentially he grew up orphaned. He had no friends. He never had. And that's what was the source of his sadness versus the source of Sasuke's sadness was he had family. He had a brother, he had a mom and a dad, and they were all taken away from him in however you want to define Itachi's brilliance slash somewhat craziness. Um, The first time we had this conversation, I said, growing up for me, it was always a, it was more sad to have never had, but that was because as a kid, the thing, excuse me, the life I had was like, quote unquote, not having, Uh, my mom's an interesting case. And my dad was never there. 
So growing up, when I was watching Naruto, I was always just like, fuck yeah, Naruto's right. Sasuke's just a bitch. Then we had this question, <clears throat> this is probably over a year ago now, is I was like, as an adult, I had more of the other side of it, which is at the time, I think Larry had passed away like a year ago, year and a half ago, and I was like, fuck, like that, because I could feel that um, in real time. I was like, man, that's rough. Um, I think uh, I think now, to ask myself even a year after, and Matt, if your answer's changed, you can let me know, is I've argued they're damn near equivalent in terms of what is worse or oh yeah just in terms of what is worse i would say two of the feeling of never having is an awful feeling and so is the feeling of having and then it being taken away from you so now jake now that you've had some time to think about this existential question how do you feel to have never had or to have it taken away what is worse so like i've, I've never like i've had the one parental figure that was never around um and then but I think I think the, the I mean that's like an entirely different kind of pain. Um, but like just imagining someone losing everything at a young age, it's pretty devastating, and you're pretty like just totally warped from that get go. So yeah, Sasuke's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, like yeah. and I, I, I just I I mean especially in that context, how can Naruto, especially when the same context that led to Sasuke's situation is exactly what, what puts a Naruto in his. How can Naruto say he's wrong? You can't. No. Correct. I um, or before I go again, Matt, if you want to follow up. No, I, I still think Sasuke is like there. You know what I mean? I, I think I think uh, to Jake's point, it is a different. There are different kinds of pain, mm-hmm. but I I would I. Sasuke being what eight years old and then watching his brother murder everybody. It's um like I said, it was Naruto came out when I want to say it was on Toonami when we were eight nine years old. I might be getting myself. I want to say it's oh four oh five. We looked this up and then we actually asked the question. Who's got a computer in front of him? I do, but I don't feel like bring it up. What year, didn't... We're all on <laughs> yeah. I, I actually... what year did Naruto come out um, in America? I want to say it's 0405, but I, I, I also I was, wouldn't be I was shocked if it was 03. I think it's 03. Yeah. I, I, 03 sounds, sounds kind of right, but I'm giving myself some, some room sounds here. Sounds early, honestly. I want. I think uh, I'm pretty confident between 03 to 05, but 05. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I was gonna say because I was. I remember distinctly being in fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. So the sixth grader. So at the time, I'm 11, right? So obviously, like I said, growing up, it was just Naruto's viewpoint was just a more relatable thing for me. Well, he's also um, the main character. Like, yeah, you're geared well, towards like. But I think Naruto's good at Naruto is probably as good as any story ever. I don't want to say that, but it is as good as you can be for a large part of it for essentially having co-main characters. Like I think there is a long time of it Future where you Agnes. could you could truly argue like Sasuke and Naruto, like you could follow either story and you could sit on either perspective and feel good about it. And um when you were talking about it, I was like it shows the age of Naruto's fan base because Sasuke definitely went through like this three or four year run where like people just thought Sasuke was a bitch. 
and it was like homie was dealing with like massive fucking ptsd and the entire community was like man this dude's a fucking pussy get him out of here and it's like your boy is just like he lost family his brother's yeah. gone his whole life was a lie like he's got yeah, his weird like, uncle yeah <laughs> like, every anyone that said sasuke was a pussy was like American going like, through something on that te- teenage <laughs> boys are not the most empathetic crowd. You're not and, you're not supposed to feel and the no, entire demographic that, that it's was, built on. That was you, the demographic homophobic of slur. There you go. Uh, there was Sasuke was getting all of the fucking modern warfare to lobby talk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> your boy was. <laughs> uh, did you read the chapters, Justin? The That's pro- what I had to come in and talk to you about. So. <laughs> That's because I got off. I got off the 255. There I was like, is. oh, perfect. But no, I, I do have a reason here, but I have something fun I want to do here. There's um, always a reason. No, this one was because my grandmother called me and I had to go help her with some real quick. But I have, have bro, you bro ever, his grandma under the bucket on the bus, Have you dude. ever, and I want to do this, we're going to do a challenge here, Jake. And if I'm wrong, I will gently, like, you don't have to put up any money, but I will Venmo you 20 bucks if I'm wrong. All right. Have you ever watched Samurai X? Because I like this. We're going to introduce this game that Jake has. And I think it's a really good idea. But I want to know, Jake, have you ever watched Samurai X? Samurai what? Samurai X. It's the Rurouni Kenshin prequel. Samurai X. It is pre-Kyoto Life. Did I watch it? Have you ever Um, watched it? Was it in a manga? I might have read it. I, it my, is, I think it is. I so think. I have the regular Kenshin manga. It's not in that. Oh, it's not. Okay. I, let me let me double check. I could I could be I, here. I thought Samurai X was in. Talk for like twenty seconds. Let me grab it real quick. What are your thoughts on uh, where I'm at? Twenty fucking eight, and be like, let me show you my Roroni Kenshin volumes. We. This must be an anime podcast. Have you ever seen Samurai X or not? Um, I yeah. genuinely don't remember if I have or not. Okay. I remember I watched it before watching Roroni Kenshin. And then it it's super serious. And then I went to <laughs> I went to panty jokes. Yeah. And I went, I went, I just watched this fool like slaughter people. <laughs> like it's like, not in this one, then I'm not probably looking through all of them. But let's see here. I found the but I found the straw hat. Um. Fortnite. No. No, it's not on this one. Okay. Might be. I know one of these has like his backstory, but I'm not going through all of them. Um. But also, it's the prequel. It's basically Kenshin as a kid. He's, I think, like 10 or 11. And it's kind of when, like, he was an early assassin. So he wasn't I recognized. Think I remember it, but I couldn't tell, say that with any confidence. So this is this is the challenge. Or ne- this, is, this is the game. Let's first introduce uh, the game. I will let you do it if you want to, since you were the one that uh, introduced it in text message. I don't even remember with this game. Oh, man. I think <laughs> I'm so, gonna send you guys a meme. Jake brought up, he was like, I'm gonna give you different um like either specials or a couple chapters or like short things, not full on mangas to read, but um what the fuck did you send me, Matt? 
Oh, it was about, it wasn't a game. It was like just talking about like catching you up on JJK. Yeah, we got to get, we got to get Justin caught up on that because I want to keep talking. Trying. Uh, procrastinating. I feel like a, an angry I'm... sophomore teacher. <laughs> All I'm saying is that. I'm just Mid- trying to make you better. Do the damn homework. If Midoriya, <laughs> if Midoriya dies at the end of My Hero Academia, it becomes a top 10 manga. Just saying. Does it, though? Yeah. If we it had does. to slog the whole way there. I'll be real. My Hero Academia is one of those special manga that when you read it chapter to chapter, it's so fast paced. It's like very quick. We're reading it week to week's a slog. But like going like if I, I remember I, I had to get caught up on like three chapters and I just read through three chapters and I went, OK, fuck, like we're, we're in it. It has a good pace. It's got fire, a good pace. Fire, fire just, volumes. I don't know. The, fire volumes, boys. The volume is like, or not week the to, volume. The, week, the, week to week is garbage. The overall pacing is just not there, I think. It has a lot to Fire volumes. The super one. I'm trying to get a Full Metal Alchemist like that. I like it. Um, it definitely feels more um, bookish. If that makes sense, versus just one volume by itself. So you don't read it? I actually read Kenshin in a really weird, um, for a, excuse me, for this, another this podcast has gone off the rails. We're throwing no, up for, the mic. We're... For <laughs> another weird uh, story out of my life is I actually read through, Kenshin is the fastest I've ever read um, a manga front to back. And I read it in about six and a half hours. And that was because um i had already i'd already seen the story so i knew about it um so i wasn't like rereading it for new value per se um but i read through it when uh my grandmother's having surgery and so we're just all in the waiting room and i didn't really talk to my family that much at the time so i had a backpack and they're like what the fuck you got a backpack for you don't go to school i pulled out eight of these bitches and i just fucking just went the fucking town (laughs) so that was the my unique experience of reading catch and i was like there's and I could even like hear, I even put on fucking, I was such a, at that time in my life, I was even, um, I had headphones on, just no music playing. I just don't want anyone talking to me. Um, and they're just like, what the fuck's you reading? What the fuck's you reading? And I'm like, if I flip this page right now and I show you four decapitated dudes, my family will put me in therapy. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah, just, I'm like, some of these pages, I just can't show regular people. Um, but okay, so like so the game or the activity or the segment, I think, it, and I do, I think it's really cool. Is like I said, showing um, me different things. Maybe not going full manga esque. Like Jake's not going to be like, "Yo, you should read Detective Conan this week." And it's like, "Well, Jake, there's a thousand chapters. I'm not I'm not reading Detective Conan." I'm not um, gonna I'm not gonna rank you recommend Hashim no Oppo to you. You don't recommend Detective Conan to me. Yes, <laughs> yes. I if I want little, we're Mac, already I will stuck go play in Smash one piece. Bros. I'm not going to recommend Berserk. <laughs> Berserk is a lot. I know Berserk. I know where to draw the line. Yeah, Berserk is just Berserk is just a lot. I shout out to my people that read Berserk, but that is that's a lot to deal with. Y'all need to go to therapy. Um <laughs> but, is, that, is that the one you keep trying to get me to read, Jake? Uh don't read no, Berserk. That's, dog. that's a Vinland saga. Vinland saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Berserk starts with like your boy is born out of a tree. And that's like the nice way of saying it. 
Oh yeah, because he his mom's hung or something, right? It's, yeah, and so it's a got berserks berserks a lot. Um, but also, I also wanted to return the favor though, and I like I said, if I don't do this by next Thursday, I just I would, like I said, you don't got a bit shit. I would just Venmo you twenty bucks if I don't read if I don't watch and or read Jujutsu Kaisen those chapters specifically by next Thursday. Um, but I highly recommend, especially if you if you know Kenshin or, or you're familiar with Kenshin, is watching Samurai X. Uh, it's the OVA. It's I think it's I think it's three thirty minute episodes, and I think the last one's like forty five minutes. I could be a little wrong on that but it's essentially about like a two hour movie. Um, it's incredibly well done, especially for something that's in like the early two thousands. Um, it makes the regular animation for Kenshin look like ass. Um, Cause it came out way after, right? Yeah. It came out after. Yeah. Um, Kenshin looks like, and I could be wrong on this by a year or two. Kenshin looks like it was all animated or done by at the latest, like Oh one, like it's just not anything special. Um, Whereas Samurai X is very like the the art style and it is extremely well done. Like the dark feeling of like there's like three or four different points where like someone's just walking down the street and someone just fucking runs at you with the sword and they get cut their fucking head cut off. But it was to yeah. show like that's what yeah I remember, I remember I remember that actually pretty distinctly. Uh, of, I mean I'll quite a bit of attention to have that. Yeah. So just like Highly recommend, and we will compare and contrast that um, next Thursday. And like I said, if I haven't read the Jujutsu Kaisen, or I will, I will Venmo you twenty. If you haven't read, if we, if we start next chapters. episode, it's four if we chapters. We start next episode, and you just like look at your phone, and it's like, oh shit, I got a Venmo notification. That's Wait, how you know that it was started. Are you, trying, are you trying to get him to read episode zero or just watch it? It's on Crunchyroll. That's, I, I whichever both, he kinda want, finally I kinda gets around to doing, because I need to start training myself just to read JJK. Um, and oh, so that'll the, be a good start. Just just watch episode zero and then like. But read. I have more chapters to read too. And yeah, so I think I'm just going to start. I need to just. You get can train yourself to of, read off of the next arc because the next arc is a flashback. I know. Okay. As long as we're understood on that. Yeah. I think no. One Piece is a picture book. So all of my takes are based off of uh, your boys. This is, why you, this is why you like dub. One Piece actually has like way more text than most shonen. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. So I went through a phase where I just stopped reading One Piece because I just like I was reading on my phone and my phone was tiny and I'm like, this, <laughs> this hurts my eyes. I'm gonna give Jake, it a few months. Jake said, "Fuck this shit, I got too many words." I, I, I'm not <laughs> even. I'm yeah, not yeah, even he said, "He said the word counts more than five. I can't do." I'm it. not even. It was probably because I was reading, um, because it was, it was during like Bleach and Naruto, and you could speed read those chapters. Um, yeah, so fast, especially bleach. <laughs> so bleach, bleach um, was just like, like sword, 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 bankai. Yeah, uh, but here's my power up. And but wait, my bankai unlocked a set that was, secret uh, ability. That was probably during Dressrosa when just I don't know the, the week to week was not great for Dressrosa. Oh, I agree during, with that. And I love Jess Rosa the, as a whole. The week to week for Jess Rosa, I have I have come on here and bitched several times. Like there's chapters and I just like I wish didn't exist. Um I rewatched Dress Rosa. Now, let me explain this real quick because I get shit on this in the group text. So I have I pulled all of the carpet um from my downstairs, and I'm pretty much all the way up through to the stairs, and I'm moving all the carpet from my apartment, right? Um, so I'm putting vinyl flooring in. So when I'm doing shit like that, I need something in the background. So to me, One Piece is perfect background anime. Like just fucking perfect. Because I don't have to pay attention to 20 of the 22 minutes. 
and I just look up when I know it's a part that I care about. So I'm like, specifically, I get way too distracted for that. Specifically for Dress Rosa was like perfect. Like uh, I just I finished it uh, Saturday, I think it was. Um, that's what, yeah, that's when I finished pulling everything and taking all the fucking tags out and every and all this shit. And so it was the loss and Goku conversation. I poked my head up for that because that's really cool. Um, this is post Doflamingo getting punched in the face and losing. Yeah. Um, loss, loss and or the sen- yeah, loss and Goku conversation. Awesome. I don't remember the next episode. Then you get Fujitora going, all right, I'll do my job. The dice rolled a, not a one. Um, and then I looked up again and he had all of Dressrosa floating. And I was like, yeah, your boy's strong. Your boy is strong. Like, I keep saying it like, your boy, he does not. I, Akainu might be the strongest Marine, but Fujitora is not fucking far behind. Um, Green Bull catch up, do more push ups. Um, I just want to go back and say, I'm going to make you guys read so much just so this the title of the show can actually include things beyond one piece <laughs> yeah anime manga. that's my that's yeah. my single goal is to you want to check, check, check you my discography check my discography jake throw some manga out and that's where if you say oh, fucking, he, if you say detective conan i'll fight you dr stone uh, i just kind of fell yeah. off I like <laughs> you want me to do this disco- discography this, this is this is so here's the cool thing because this is i think the dynamic that jake brings this is why i'm <laughs> really excited i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw anime at you that's not from the 90s no that's about a thousand percent like <laughs> yeah. a lot of my discography because i i grew up watching like if toonami never exists i probably never get into anime yeah like just flat out i mean that's most of america um so it's like my 90 like i said Nah, you want to talk about Gundam Iron Orphans? I got you. I know that's a newer one, but still. Uh, Blood Orphans, I the apologize. worst one. <laughs> I mean, they're all... It's it's Gundam, dog. I, I think the only thing I see on Gundam nowadays, like even trending, is people just like to make the clips of the worst Gundam deaths. Which, by the way, when you're fighting in giant mechanized robots in outer space, all the deaths are pretty fucking gnarly and gruesome. Yep. Especially when people just crush you or rip your giant fucking robot apart. And guess what? Giant robots explode when they get ripped apart. Yeah. So my my favorite thing about Gundam is that it has like these weird tropes that they just like really cling to because it like defines the series now. Like they always have to have like this blonde damsel in distress every series. There's just someone and it's totally irrelevant, makes no sense because it's the entire series itself is like metaphor for environmentalism and political uh entry and then there's just this there's always a princess character always and it doesn't even make sense but they're always the politicizing is. is one of the actual like they don't do it very well anymore but like the politicizing is one of the few cool things gundam did early on is like there was a legitimate political backstory that was more than just giant fighting robots they they actually um did it very well recently in uh gundam hathaway and it's um, really cool because they have they just make a big focus on like the backstory of Gundam, and it's kind of like a refresher if you haven't watched anything Gundam in forever. And they still have the princess trope, but it's um, a little more self-aware. But they have this great scene where they're on Earth, and there's someone on the re- rebel movement um, 
trying to um, acquire a, a Gundam suit. Um, so it's basically like a, a smuggling uh, venture too. And there's a scene where like Gundams are battling um, in a city and you're just seeing it from the like civilian perspective where it's just like terrifying and it's really cool. Oh, and yeah. It's on uh, Netflix and I highly recommend it. Now, I used to love um, like that part of Gundam. They, they were, and I can't, I'm, I'll be honest with everybody. I can't name every every Gundam series. I'm not going to try to. No, but I know don't. when Gundam first aired, and like I said this is all tsunami for me. So this is again like 0304 when I was watching it. Is even as a kid, they do a really good part of like showing um the rebels and people fighting in Gundam suits are clearly like they think one way, and what's normal to them is not normal to the rest of the world. There's the politicians who, like I said, while I can't speak for its 25, 30 year history of the most doing politics very well, but these all the Gundams are like. The, the weapons of war and if you pay attention to you know regular politics us or otherwise it's like politicians like weapons of war um and then there's just the normal fucking people and this thing one piece also does really well it's just like like i said andres rosa it's like fujitori lifts up the entire island and regular people go what the fuck is this wait a minute this isn't this is we do I, this? I get yeah. it like he's technically a good guy but it's like what if he wasn't like, this is not something like humans should be doing yeah um, I'll start a fight. Who do you think is better at selling recycled bullshit? Uh, the Gundam anime or Pokemon? Um, Gundam. Yeah, Wait, better at selling recycled bullshit? Yeah. Recycled? Like, what do you mean? Like, so just the same, give, the same story over and over? Essentially, yeah, essentially giving us obviously, like, you tweak Pokemon. here and there, but, like... Probably with Pokemon. But Ash has started winning, and he's just, like, <laughs> in the next few episodes are gonna be him versus Cynthia, so I'm, like... They've, like, literally, like, restarted his memory. He's, like, a simulation at this point. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... I wouldn't binge Pokemon, but if I was to start anywhere... You start at the Sun and Moon saga, and then like, because he wins, and then yeah, you go right, you go right into journeys, and, and, and then <laughs> pointing, pointing case, you can like start in multiple places in Pokemon, and it's like yeah, and it's fun, yeah, like because you if you start in Hoenn, and there might be like a couple of moments where you're like, how the fuck did this do get a Charizard? But does it really matter? No. If you start yeah. like at certain points in Gundam, because they have like multiple timelines, because the Iron Blooded Orphans is an entirely separate timeline that they've now uh, uh, circumcised. <laughs> yeah. They just... now, Pokemon Journeys, I'm like really intrigued with it right now because I'm like, I don't wish it was. I, well, I'm more intrigued with where they go after it because I'm like, uh, what what do we do when ash if ash becomes the most powerful trainer in the world <laughs> what where do we go from there oh i think i'm thinking of pokemon legends or what, the one that had red oh I'm origins not, origins yeah yeah I'm not, I'm not origins was sick i like i like that one but journeys is like the most current ash adventure and the whole premise was like oh you qualify for the master's tournament uh, or you can qualify for the Masters tournament, and when you Some the number one the number one trainer in the world's Leon, and Ash just beat Steven. Uh, so Ash is number in the top four right now of trainers in the world. Uh, <laughs> where where do we where do we go with our boy? <laughs> that's when the that's when the mindset 
Cook's back in. He's he's a host from Westworld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, resetting the we, clock every time. I think my favorite reset was between uh, the Sinnoh adventure and the Unova adventure because Pikachu definitely beats Latios in a fight. That's how it ends. And like two episodes later, loses to a starter Snivy. And uh, yeah, I, and, and, the, and the, the logic being, well, he didn't, Pikachu didn't have access to his electrical attacks. And I was like, you mean the Pokemon that beat Latios needs electric attacks to beat Snivy? Don't, when don't it has, Pikachu have Iron Tail at that fucking point? It has, also has quick attack. But um, I can't make it like level nine, dog. If any Pokemon could ever beat, that's something I wish. Speaking of, real quick, and we'll we'll do a little Pokemon deep dive for a second. Um, first off, Jake, what's your favorite gen? It's um, a very important question. You can get that kicked. Is off it going to be Gen Nine, guys? You get kicked I'm off the so show if you, if you say gen the wrong nine. answer. I'm I so have, excited. I have gen the mo- I have the most fondness for three. Um, I think Blaziken, Swamper. And- yeah, and yeah. I think in terms of like overall experience, it's either four or five, maybe five, just because then you don't have to deal with HMs and. No, uh, you still do in five. Well, I, I, I mean, um, you don't have to deal with TM limitations. That was yeah, a, okay. that was a big I get, thing. I got, I got for you. overall experience, and then just I mean, five was very unique. Um, it wasn't the best, but I, I think it just it did a lot of things well, and. Um, especially like the second half of five, I, I didn't finish uh, black and white two, but the, oh, the two and a half D, I, 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 I still maintain that um, they should have just stuck to that uh, visual format because I think moving to 3D has clearly stretched the resources available to Game Freak and their ability to manage that. Yeah, I, I contest that Ultra Moon is. I, I just replayed it and I was like, I hate that generation. It's, all my it's, heart. it's not as bad as you think it is because if you, I, I discovered that's the ultra beast, if, right? Yeah. If you battle every single trainer in that game, you will come out under leveled. And if you're playing in a set format and you build, you, you have to actually think about the team you build to play ultra moon, which is kind of fun. I mean, the same uh, can be said for like Gen any 1 and 2 and 3. It, true, <laughs> true. But Gen 1 is a shit the show. Difference, hold on. As long as we the all agree on that. The difference, though, is by 7, it's a balanced game. There aren't like, you don't have to worry about having 20 items in your bag or having to worry about like your bag going too far. My only qualm with it is that I wish it was a Switch game because uh, replaying it on the DS, I'm like, it's really buggy. And I went, if it had a more powerful console, this game would be the best one. I would say for me... That's saying something because the Switch is by no means like a super powerful console. I get what you mean. Power, Obviously, it's, it's better it's than the 2DS. Powerful, but- it's more powerful than the DS. Seven than the cell phone that was six, <laughs> you know, six like, was pushing it, and then I, seven I, I was wasn't like, fan, I wasn't a fan of six. I I think the one I am most fond of is Gen Four, just because of the diamond and pearl heart girl, or I'm sorry, the platinum heart gold pipeline is a really fun and neat thing. You also yeah. get like a really and then good, you get a good you get a heart gold is the best game and then you like, get to have far. your pokemon around and then they never bring that back 
<laughs> in a functioning way. <laughs> in a functioning way. But I will say, as someone who played a shit ton of Gen 8, that game is it's a masochist. Lo- <laughs> it's a lot of fun if you know, like the idea of getting to experiment with your team without having to restart your game is really cool. Like, oh fuck, I taught it the wrong move. And you just go and you fix that. I didn't even play Gen 8. You know what so I mean? I don't even know what you're talking about. You never played Sword and Shield? <laughs> nope. Oh man. Okay. Oh, Sword, no, Sword and Shield, I would agree with Matt. Sword and Shield is by no means, it's yeah. not making like the Metacritic rank of the best game. No. But in terms of enjoyment, it is a surprisingly super enjoyable game. I nuzlocked it like three or four times. Like it is yeah. genuinely a fun game to play. I that game's so cool. And I it kicks me, it, it, it pisses me off that the story in it is so lame. So I'm, I go, oh, if you take the story from Seven, which I would say is probably one of the better ones. Is Seven, and X, it, and Y or my trailer? So, so, no, it's Sun and Moon. X, Y, and Yeah, you do Ultra, See, Sun, Ultra. And X, what, X, Y, real quick, before you finish, Matt, yeah, Kanye West voice. Um, Did anyone else think when they got to X and Y, they had run out of things to, like, I compare? did, but the villain in X, Y is, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm sad, and I don't even remember his name at this point. I'm sad that the villain from XY got thrown in that game because the idea mm. of I am killing all of these things because we don't know how to handle them is a legitimately cool storyline for an E-rated franchise. And Nintendo is the most fucking, I, I don't know if this is the correct way to say it, but Nintendo is as politically friendly as you get. So for them to throw, which maybe they knew what they were doing. They're like, guys, if we just make the game horrible, no one will catch that this dude is trying to kill every single Pokemon and we'll get away with it. Because yeah. he should be in a different game. Because he's legitimately has a... That is a legitimately cool plot that your boys just flat out says... I remember finding it go. really jarring compared yeah, it, to... Yeah, it was, it was a very happy-go-lucky game. And then yeah. all of a sudden the guy was like, the only way... We cannot save all the Pokemon because they are the reason this world is not beautiful. And I went, what? <laughs> so like, yeah, so he because, just, Poke, because Pokemon can constantly change. They are a variable that is not beautiful. And therefore I must use the hidden weapon of the ancient past to kill them all. And I went, See, and I went, he was in Sword and Shield. Team, team Sword player, and Shield might be the best game ever. And that's like, no Sword bullshit. and Shield was all about like environmentalism. You know what I mean? Bring, no, you bring that nigga back. That Lysander. Was that Lysander? <laughs> no. It was Lysander. Yeah, there we go. For, for Put six, Lysander yeah. in Sword and Shield, and I will die on this hill. Put Lysander in Sword and Shield. It is already an extremely fun game. Now, Sword and Shield has the, um, I will say this in fairness, because it's just kind of an unfair comp. It being the first Pokemon game on the Switch helps. I can't promise that I I think Sword of Shield the same way if it is the third or fourth Pokemon game on the Switch. But because it's the first game on the Switch, it has an incredible uh, just fun factor. And if you threw Lysander in there, I love Black and White 2. Love I, Black and White 2. It might take Black and White 2 off the Someday top. I'll finish those. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I have it on my phone. <laughs> They're fantastic. I, I, I'm like, so the one thing I really appreciated about Gen 8 2 was I know you hate Dynamax, Jake. Uh, I don't know how you feel about it, Justin. But it's for the me, one shot moves, right? They're not necessarily one shot moves. Uh, because I like Dynamax. I like Dynamax. I, I like Dynamax. But like, checked out. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it being like, I mean, it's a very balanced competitive with it. Strangely, 
No, um, not being able to use it at every aspect of the game, like you could with Megas and Z moves, I liked. Because Dynamax is uh, insane. You shouldn't, it, it's this like thing, it's this like three minute animation that like every move is over the top and then you don't get to use it, which is lovely. <laughs> I'm I, I I'm really intrigued with nine though, because it sounds like you can beat nine without having to do the story at all, which I'm really intrigued for Nuzlocke's. The way the way nine is sounding like it's setting up is that it's like oh you can do your eight gyms, fight your champion, and be done. I really want or to find out. There's how. also there's also a story in there. You can do your you can splice your story as you will with your gyms. Um, or you just do the gyms. That's what it sounds like. And I'm like, that's, that's really interesting. If you, if, if it's a good story, that's great. It, 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 Gen 9 has the potential to be the best Pokemon game, especially if they do the quality of life changes that Gen 8 brought with like, oh, like I, you know, my Pokemon evolved, but this evolution learns this cool move at level one. Instead of having to like find a move tutor at the end of the game, I can just go to any Pokemon Center and fix my moves. Oh, that's this, cool. This game's gonna be awesome. Like the experimentate, and they're bringing back raid dens. So I'm like, okay, there's your XL candies. So you can like experiment with your team as you go through this. Like you can go through the HMs, you can do the story, yeah, whatever you, you know. You could do it with your friends potentially. Although I don't think I don't think you'll be able to do it with your friends, but so all the quality of life changes Pokemon has made have all worked out fantastically. Getting rid of HMs, making them just like Pokemon yeah. that just like do shit for you. Why don't they just make an equipment? <laughs> no, I so I they like do. it's they essentially do. It. having no, no, like no, no, calling no. the Pokemon no, 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 and be no. like, yo, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What if what if they make it an equipment? It's called Ride Pokemon. Like, it's been around since Gen Seven. Like uh, that's something <laughs> I've always thought. Where it's just like Legend of Zelda has done this forever. You get the boots that you need to go somewhere. You get the the parachute. There you go. It's it's like it's one of yeah. those things where I feel like they just have vastly overcomplicated solutions for it. When in reality, it's just like you just need an item that gets you through this closed off entryway at various points well, i love gen 8 because it was like and eh, the only thing people really need is surf so they like attached it to the bike oh, that's funny. <laughs> so you, yeah so that. you get the bike upgrade and then you can start surfing and like okay cool no um, that's that's fair all all quality of life because i think nintendo at least does understand this this isn't even I a video a... game podcast no, Pokemon's I know, it, I know. We kind of devolved. You guys brought Pokemon's, up Pokemon, my dude. I did, Pokemon's really no, I, I, no, I did specifically. Well, because Jake was like, no, we got to talk more than One Piece. Because I got a One Piece talk here, too. But I want to end on this note. And this is specifically because Gen 9 was just, what, last week we got the video for? Dude, I'm so excited for Gen 9. I was 9. just trying to see if there was a list to the Pokemon, too. Um, is... the, the gimmick in Gen 9 is going to be so cool for competitive. It's going to be fucking awesome for competitive i'll say because jake brought this up i think this is an interesting quick combo real quick before i move on to my uh, one piece thing is what is your and we already kind of discussed the group text a little bit uh but your favorite 
Pokemon gimmick. And I think I thought about it more and more is like, I do think I like Dynamax. I never liked Mega Evolutions. I didn't like Mega Evolutions when they were announced. Um, as a pretty much, and I'm pretty much just a strictly a Nuzlocke player at this point in my life because I can't just like grind through the games normally. Um, Dynamax was a really cool Nuzlocke mechanic because you had to, you had to always account for it. And it yeah. was both offensive and defensive to the point of like, you could not, if you were extremely overleveled, fine. But if you weren't extremely overleveled, if you were bringing a tight disadvantage in, you could not guarantee you were just going to one-shot the last Pokemon that was going to Dynamax. And yeah. because, I don't know what gen exactly this started, but they got smarter about like the gym leaders Pokemon having the, or their final Pokemon having like the counter typing of like the move that hits their weakness. Mm-hmm. If you can't one-shot the Dynamax thing, and they can shoot the Dynamax of your weakness back at you, it brings a lot more, like that threat is really cool for a Nuzlocke. Whereas a lot of Nuzlocke, a lot of the games Nuzlocke, um, we've talked about here before a bunch, like there's a, I guess it's Jake's first Pokemon talk with us, is like, you know, there's like certain Pokemon in gyms that are just like, they're revered. Like Whitney's Miltank is just revered because it rolled out all of us to the point of fucking a hundred losses as a child. Yeah. Or Brawly's Makuhita, it was like, dog, what the fuck is this? Like, why is this so strong? This It's the second fucking gym in the game. Mm-hmm. Why is this level 20? I don't even know what's 22, but I think it's 22. I think it's 19. Fuck, why does it feel like it's 35? Yeah. Like, it just, it's like, I thought, um, in a... But it's the beauty of it, too, because if, when you look back on it and that you go... fucking Altario Earthquake. Yeah, why, why is this a thing? And you go, oh, like, Brawly's Makuhita would use bulk up. And it, it, it's one of those things where you look back and you go, why were these games so fucking hard? And you're like, oh, not only were the uh, Ivy EVs pretty high on that, but more importantly, they were using status moves. They were yeah. setting, they would yeah, set up and then sweep. And, and you, and you, you know, those, you know, those. know how to use those. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the beauty of Dynamax countering too, because you mm-hmm. go, okay, uh, I'm going to set up as someone who ran through the game with just Rowlet, because I love Rowlet and I wanted to see if I could do it. Uh, teaching Rowlet swords dance and spending three move three turns getting to the Dynamax with a maxed out attack and then attacking is a very viable strategy for taking out Dynamax Pokemon because they just boost their HP. They don't necessarily get a higher defense or a higher attack. They just get more HP. So it's like, I don't know. Like I, I, I really appreciated. I, I think, I think for me, I would have liked Megas, I love the concept of Megas, but I want one for every Pokemon. And because they don't have that, it it's very like, I, it, it I, hurts my soul because the moment someone throws out a Garchomp, you go, there's their Mega, you know? Yeah. I the didn't. Mo- I didn't like Megas on release, and I'm still not like the previous fan. I just like them more than all the other gimmicks because at least I could. I don't know. I feel like there was effort. Visually, put in. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a very clear effort in design choices where there's no design choices when you just make the Pokemon bigger. <laughs> or yeah. give it no, I would type. argue, I would it's, argue because um, and Matt, you probably know better than I do. 
if they Gigantamax, they get attack and defense boost, don't they? Not necessarily. Like, it, I thought it, Gigantamax it, Gengar got like better stats on top of getting more health. Well, that's not, what I'm saying. It's just not necessarily stat like it's it's like their HP is like I don't I wouldn't want to I don't want to say doubled, but like it's significantly increased. Significantly increased, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Dynamax Blissey is the Pokemon that it, with the most HP is a Dynamax Blissey. That makes sense. I mean, uh, with, just not, not with like a thousand something. It's like a it's like twelve hundred HP or something. <laughs> like Blissey's when a you con. Yeah, Blissey is pretty fun. I I, I really want to find. Apparently, back in the day, competitive Blissey would learn toxic and seismic toss yeah yeah that was that and neither you can't learn neither, either of those anymore but uh, that nuzlocke <laughs> i told you about he, he makes a point of ne- never getting a chancy because chancy just kind of makes the game too easy yeah um but yeah i, I don't know i just i why did i like pokemon i like the the scary looking monsters and how cool charizard was and then mega evolution is just an extension of that Whereas Dynamax yeah. just like it's bigger. I thought Z move was the worst. See, I that was a big reason why I didn't even finish that generation. That was the first generation I didn't finish. It was. I thought, um... thought Z moves was. I thought Z moves were cool, but I I wanted to like them. I hated losing an item slot to get a one off move. Um. I there is something extremely satisfying. Uh, at the end of Ultra Moon, you get to fight Giovanni, and he has like a level eighty Mega Mewtwo. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like an insane. <laughs> it's like maybe it's seventy-seven cool. or something. Huge. Maybe it's seventy. Now I think about it, but like it's this, you know, Mega Mewtwo Y, at the time was considered the most powerful Pokemon in the game. Uh, it just had the monster stats, and having to time out. Cutie flies, uh, having to time a sucker punch to get it down to health, get its health down so that a beginning Z move could just like wipe it. Because again, it's ultra moon. So you're punching up the whole time unless you grind, which I don't grind. Uh, So it was me punching up at this thing that was like maybe eight levels higher than me and winning, very satisfying very fun um, oh the only time i was like fucking z moves <laughs> my one off also beginning z you don't know the animation because nobody cares but if you look up the animation for it very cool move you use string shot time into a cocoon and then you like fucking throw them around and then yeet them like it's pretty metal but uh we went i'm excited to, uh... excited for terraforms just saying very excited for terraform <clears throat> we went to uh stevie which is one of noemi's best friends her son's birthday party this last week and he got pokemon cards and he showed Nomi one of the pokemon cards and he was like it was a charizard and she was like oh i like charizard right charizard are just really well known so even she's like yeah i know that one and then he was like no 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 it's a mega charizard and she was like oh wow there's um <laughs> she's like oh there's a it's like oh there's a mega charizard and i'm like hey look i'll be real with you i'm not about to go with you every form of fucking charizard <laughs> there's a lot and we don't got time for it and i'm like 
thought it was I thought it was funny. We also watched like uh, four episodes of the reboot of Sailor Moon. It's awful. Um, what? I understand. I don't Sailor think it's. Moon has, I don't like, think it's for you. I understand Sailor Moon has like an iconic place in the anime culture, and that's cool. Um, props to having like Matt and I have struggled for years. Jake, maybe you know a good one. Like we've struggled for years to have like a good female lead in an anime. Um, I'm gonna give it to her just because I know she's the most iconic female lead. But man, the the original was not all that for me personally. But you know, maybe just wrong audience, and the remake. Is even worse. So you mean I, you're not a seven-year-old girl? It's dog <laughs> bad. It's bad. Next, um, he's gonna tell us we, why we should read. Not, uh, like, Hello Kitty isn't his deal. <laughs> I'm really sad about Promise Neverland's anime, and I really want to read it. Like that's it's more that's more of a statement than like a conversation starter. But like you should just listen I, to Jake in 2011 and read Attack on Titan. Oh, you're right. If I go back to 2005, <laughs> maybe, 2013. maybe maybe I just if I had just like stuck to my guns the way I do now, I, I had never started Naruto and because Jake had referenced it and then I, I wouldn't even care about this. <laughs> hey, I just imagine and we, and we love Jake, but I, just Jake, I need like, you to go back in time and make sure I never fucking read it like period period the end that that's but, by the time i'm done older, with you you're gonna be a jock man oh thank if, god think of all the ass if jake was 10 years older jake would have been that dude would been like look guys i know like it might look cool on tv but like you should really read dragon ball like it's way better read and i say so, this very satirically because dragon ball is one of the few that is just it is so i say it's an awful read but it is by far a better watch than a read i don't think it's a bad read but it's only. just it's just the, better it's a far it's better, just a better as, anime yeah yeah, yeah. especially when, now that's why i'm like kind of intrigued with the next uh bleach like bleach anime coming back God. because i'm like wow what a slog to read but what a what a fucking dragon ball z-esque show this is gonna be i don't i don't know i've seen like a lot of like I didn't watch much of Bleach, but a lot of Bleach was not animated particularly well. So I I don't know which studio has it. They've had 10, like 10 years, 12 years to figure this out, Jake. And if it's bad, well, it's Bleach. We expected that. But if it's good, I love to be surprised on a (laughs) Thursday afternoon, you know, (laughs) like, please, please surprise me. I'm very excited to be. Or, you know, do what Boruto do, does and take a fat dump right here every month for the rest um, of my life until I don't learn what the Uzumakis were like. I wanted to ask you guys, and this is uh, speaking on anime now that Matt introduced us with Boruto. Vinland Saga is on Netflix. <laughs> What are how many, how many seasons is Vinland Saga? Just one right now. It's only oh, one. you mean you mean it's not worth my time? Get 22, 22 episodes. 22. Yeah. I don't watch anything with less than 800. <laughs> no, that's God damn, Jake. What, what? If there is not at least 57 episodes of filler per 60 capital, <laughs> I just can't get into it. The best episodes of My Hero Academia have nothing to do with the story, they're just the swimsuit like the episodes where they recap everything. I need a one to three ratio for filler, three being the filler. I only watch the recap episodes because I don't have time for your bullshit. 
um so we've talked we've talked a lot about um the current part of one piece which is the roof fight and can we, it's, can we uh, talk about I'm, I'm sorry before i i'm gonna pull a kanye west on you uh can we talk about the fact that we can expect probably and once wano's over in the anime right so in three years yeah in in 12 years when the wano arc ends and roof piece is over uh can we talk about the uh filler arc that's just going to be recap that for the entire one piece saga that they did in reverie but they're going to do at the end of wano how many how many episodes do you think they can get out of recapping the entire uh they could just redo the entire one piece it's gonna be at least two months or anime between wano and uh laugh tale oh fuck two months doc i'll never forget the most insensitive rude despicable thing ever is ein's lobby right after i want to live the anime they does jump off the roof six, six times. recap <laughs> episodes of Luffy reading every fucking try. It's six. It's six episodes, right? So you know, you know what that means. For a month and a half, they jumped off the roof. It's so fucking- kids were excited for what was coming next, and for a month and a half, uh, what that Toei Toei was like right here, kids. I'm gonna aim it right there for y'all. Shock <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and like everybody got their own episode. I got a curl recap episode in the middle of my lobby. I didn't give a fuck about no Captain Curl no more. <laughs> we had to know. <laughs> no, I didn't. Why? Mom girl just went through the fuck. I just saw. I just I saw Young Aokiji. I saw a fucking the uh, a genocide. I saw this burning a flag, and they were yeah. like, "But you know, you missed Cat Claw, so we're gonna give him back to you." That's a pivotal part of Usopp's is, reasoning for wanting to be on the Straw Hats. This is why, and I'm we need to know that now. <laughs> So to your point, Jake, I never I watched watch the real time, but it's the most insulting piece of like animated media ever i just yeah. fucking went down on my chair i was so disappointed with life he was so mad he said fuck this set <laughs> i just it was like if justin yes. ripped out his green screen out of pure rage amazing bit totally down no um ow my back um oh my back my 90s no. anime it hurts we've been um talking fuck you <laughs> we've been We've been talking a lot about the current One Piece uh, anime yeah. and the animation style. And I think we all agree, like, it's not that it's a lack of budget. It's not that it's a lack of cool animation. It just is not One Piece, right? Is that fair to say? It doesn't feel yeah. One Piece. No. It doesn't really feel like One Piece. The, the it's cool animation, is... but not One Piece animation. Yeah, the, it's, it's very disjointed from the source material. I will say the only thing I love, and I think they did do a really good job of, and I think it fits which I don't know if this is maybe like what someone mentioned and they're like, well, this was cool. Let's keep doing it. Conquest of the sea looks really fucking cool. It's this really big attack that like the two essentially strongest creatures in the world got together and said, here is a set, this big energy attack. And yeah, here's our that looks cool as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't need that for the next 10 fight scenes, especially when like, 
the context of what's actually happening is something very technical. Like, well, it's expensive. Yeah. We want to keep using dog, it. This looks more expensive than having Luffy punch and the punch not hit Kaido. They you said, think, I think they, I think they put themselves in a corner though. So I, I went back and rewatched some of the animation too. And I was like, cause Crunchyroll put out clips mm-hmm. and I, and I went, you know what? They animated that like two second Roger versus Whitebeard fight mm-hmm. so well. And like people were every YouTube short for the rest of time. (laughs) Yeah, right. And and they were like, they were like, oh, we have to. That can't be the climax of the arc. That can't be the where we top animation. We have to. It has to be roof piece is where we top. No, fuck that. Like it has to be. You can't. You can't make like and i get it from like a production standpoint because they started the arc off with zoro uh and a tiny knife tearing a house out of the ground with a a a tornado he made and i'm like okay i get it like i get it we need we need something like the whole the whole animation for wano has been very dbz-esque in their fights but holy shit i did not expect to see luffy flying (laughs) Yeah. No, so here's here's the problem. I didn't though, expect like, Luffy to go gold and then start flying around. For the for the sense of One Piece, it's like, and I and I'm not a movie person, so don't. This is not a director's cut kind of deal. You absolutely storytelling wise can have Roger Whitebeard be the quote unquote peak of like your animation because up until this point, and I'm excluding Zebic because we haven't seen him fight. Those are the two strongest characters you've ever seen. And we know so they're the strongest. Yeah, so it's like them clashing and it being this fucking island shattering thing. Cool. Uh, To our earlier point about Naruto, I loved the original adaptation of the Madara Hashirama fight and the anime takes it even farther than the manga did, which I was totally cool with because at that point, those were the two strongest things we had ever seen and were told about. And it was like, yeah, when they fight, you fucking change the landscape. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. When everybody starts doing that, you then invalidate what made these characters the strongest or most impressive kind of things versus so in dis- the manga. So I disagree. Like, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. La- la- last time's like versus in the manga when Oda does it, when he's like, uh, we talked about this. We talked about this. I don't know if it was last week or before. It was like Oda's introduced three quote unquote biggest, strongest, baddest. He was like, white beard, strongest part on the planet. Well, he cracks earthquakes. I'm impressed. Kaido, strongest strongest beast on the planet. Your boy fucking skydived off a sky island and then whooped kid into like just fucking left him in the corner. Yeah, I, impressed. Shanks is the last strongest pirate. Your boy hockeyed an admiral into shitting his pants. I'm impressed. And all three are different forms of categorizing power. Yeah. So when you have the source material as that, where this dude showed you like, look, I can show all three of these unique people as their own crazy strength. And I'll even give you Roger, which was Roger just fucking smiled while fighting Whitebeard, which a lot of people didn't do. Like you can show off power in different ways. It doesn't just have to be, oh, I got to be bigger and better every single time. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Um, I think one of the things they're trying to show is... Luffy, Luffy, Zoro, Kid, Law, and Killer, all kind of us. It's more Luffy, I should say. Luffy and Zoro kind of ascending into that realm. 
and it's the anime is meant for kids and so that's that fair. i think is that's it, the other thing too is it when it's been running this long like, it is because yeah. it's still on like, it's, ta- it's, it's taylor original. swift mentality right like yeah. uh there's always going to be 13 year old girls i'll just keep writing for that versus yeah. like in one piece where it's like oh, there's always going to be eight-year-old boys yeah, and I, it's yeah. technically on japan's like our form of like c or cw for kids and shit like that so it is technically a kid I think product it's, it's definitely one of those things where like it starts off like i don't know very like goofy but i mean it's still meant to age somewhat over time i don't think like i mean especially with how like intense um a lot of wano is it's i don't think it's aimed at the same demographic from like oda's point of view so i don't think it's probably aimed at 12 year olds honestly like i think that's the i think that's what most shonens are kind of geared towards nowadays yeah yeah. but i I mean i think i mean even especially with how long oda's been doing it he still expects like some maturity in his own audience you i mean yeah but i feel like i feel like the maturity aspect goes for um like at a certain point, like it's like us, right? I mean, we all watched One Piece at some point, and then you know, two of us got married, and uh, or and or likes to do other things with their day than spend twelve minutes of recap once a week. Hey, Doug, you pull know? your carpet. It's a wonderful fucking background show for pulling carpet. All right, bro. I'm just saying. I don't have a carpet. <laughs> I, I get it, but no. I was to no, Jake's I, point. I, I just, I just feel like I just, I just feel like when that maturity. Sorry, I'll, let me finish my point. Yeah, good. Um, uh, I, I feel like when you grow out of the anime, you just stick to the manga, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where the audience, like Probably, you, yeah. the Probably like, not. yeah, like the upper. No, I don't want to say upper echelon. That's wrong. But upper age people that were really like yeah i started watching i started reading this <laughs> with one like, percent <laughs> yeah i started i started watching this in 99 well i you know my kids have kids now my grandfather and uh well I, i'm not gonna watch this <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have time to watch this the um the only fair comp and this is just because of length of time is uh i would argue and i'd very confidently argue the two longest running successful like have you want to put an anime manga in this space is dragon ball and the piece around 30 plus years and yeah. so i could argue the same thing like to jake's point where it's like or kind of combination of both of it is like if you really want like more of the like um jake you've read all of dragon ball right or you're, you've watched all of dragon ball um all of base like all of regular and Z, not super not, yeah not super no Okay, so like I think in the adultish community of Dragon Ball, like we all acknowledge like Piccolo is Gohan's dad, right? Like Goku sucks at being a dad. Piccolo <laughs> picked up the job yeah. and was like, we're all like, fuck yeah, that's our that's our dude. Versus if you are in the anime audience, I think the anime audience has a much different view of it because they like the big moments. They like Jiren yeah. getting punched. They like Ultra Instinct. They like Super Saiyan 3, which is, I will stand to this day as It clips awful. well. That's, that's Ab- the whole absolutely. point. It's like, it's made to get it a new audience. It's and not, I think, that's what the anime is for. And One Piece, yeah. the anime will always suffer from that, is like, yes, One Piece, Oda knows when he's writing, he is writing for an audience that has been with him for the better part of 20 to 25 years. So he yeah. can be more mature, whereas like, we and i don't know every single moment like it's why scenes are different in the anime versus the manga when they're like that deep like yeah. i don't know big mom's i didn't watch big mom's backstory 
but I'm sure it's not as heavily implied. It's like, oh, she may have eaten her mom and all surrounding people versus the anime might have kind of glossed over it and she was just eating chocolate and then they just kind of slow segue to another scene. And it's like, if you're a kid, you don't really pick up on it versus Oda made sure when he was writing it, it was like, she, we get a panel with her looking around going, wait, where'd everyone go? Her Patrick yeah. moment. Yeah. And it's like, where's my how chocolate I got, bar? <laughs> and now I got her fruit. How did that happen, guys? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's maybe not so much glossed over, but the anime, the anime doesn't want to make assumptions for Oda. I think I, 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 cause when I, I think you told me this on a podcast months ago, but it was uh, the producers of the anime are about 10 chapters ahead or something yeah, like that. They're somewhere around there. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if it's, if it's, we, we don't want to like be straight up about something that, you know, is we, we don't want to animate something that is going to get revealed in a hundred chapters mm-hmm. or I get as something completely different, you know. And I get that. We, we the anime tries to be vague the same way Oda tries to be uh open-ended. Va- open-ended, yeah. Yeah. By the way, we don't own shit. And I want to reiterate that. I don't own shit. We don't own shit. We just here. Um oh. <laughs> specifically for um i'm like i'm like there's nothing to spoil i don't know what the why how did this episode get taken uh, down oh uh, i'm sorry i didn't mean to bitch about naruto <laughs> it's a fucking great you know every arc's perfect uh didn't the pain animation is top tier quality utsuki was the best idea <laughs> that could have been inserted who really aliens who would have thought you What's know, your life? Great, genius. great, great twist. <laughs> ninja, ninja versus aliens. All ninjas are aliens. What I wanted all along. Which, which is why, which means Rock Lee's the only human because he has no chakra. Wait. <laughs> Do you know, uh, you know what's funny? And I, one of the reasons I think. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. One of the things I do think makes Naruto work so well, and like, it's not even an American thing, even though Naruto did blub over here, is like, Japan's fascination with ninjas is definitely like different, and it even shows like when uh, uh it's almost I like forgot they, the scene. It's almost like they their history has ninjas in it. I know, but it's like even when oh I'd uh when they're uh going up to Zo because like I said I just laid episodes like go play after play after play right. So I walk back in and I see them up with uh I forget homie's name now um and they're up on the stupid little dragon thing that he drew right, and the yeah. second they're like. Raizo's a ninja and everybody just loses their shit <laughs> and they're like even law is like stoic as fuck stoic and he's like fuck, it's a ninja fuck you mean it's a ninja what's and, does he throw star like does he does he do shadow clones was my favorite one like law and zoro who are two of the most serious characters or even robin is like you have these really serious characters they're just like i don't know it's a ninja. Oh fuck! Like, oh, tell us more. You can't just tell me it's a ninja. And not tell me anything about him. Um, Japan's fascination with ninjas, like, because what is it? Kishimoto originally wrote it like Naruto was like a wizard, right? Yeah, yeah. He used to. He was a wizard uh, back at, at the pilot. 
Yeah, see, um, he saw the future. He said, J.K. Rowling's about to get canceled this shit in 20 years. You got me fucked up. You think I'm making a fucking wizard? Well, I, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing... I know I did a good laugh at Let's go. I remember seeing a thing, too, where it was like, it was wizards, and it didn't really take, and Naruto had the goggles, and he was like, it's such a pain in the ass to draw the it, goggles. It was like a sci-fi... The, the initial, like, base for Naruto was, like, sci-fi... But yeah, sci-fi is Kishimoto likes sci-fi. Been, yeah, he he clearly prefers it, but it's just not something that does as well in Japan. But he, this little space anime ever took off or space manga? Uh, it, no, it got canceled. It got canceled because it had the same editor as My Hero Academia, who's right now, known yeah. as like the Grim Reaper or something like that. Damn, he kept, <laughs> he kept uh, tanking everything he touched. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's really tanking my hero right now. Although, I'm just saying, if Midoriya dies, or more realistically, one for all and all for one disappear from the world, which means Midoriya loses his power at the end of it, great. Good story. Totally down with it. Bakugo Bakugo becoming like the number one... I. What's your uh, saddest moment you ever seen animated? Like something you were excited for, and then you saw it, and you were like, "This is just dog shit." Roof piece. <laughs> Roof piece is not over pain, in my opinion. Uh, oh, you mean remember. like most dog shit moments? Yeah, but like a moment you were excited for, and you were like, "Oh and fuck yeah, this is gonna shit. be cool," and it's dog shit. I pain pain was fucking up there. <laughs> pain was pretty bad. Um, um, I haven't watched Promise Neverland season two. <laughs> really. <laughs> really <laughs> fucking looking forward to that and then they decided to skip like a hundred chapters and just end it and i went what is happening why 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 did they cram seven chapters into a single episode oh why are they trying to end it this is really good season one was so good and then and then right there edit uh some producer was like right here baby <laughs> I'm about, I'm gonna square up right hey, there. The name of this episode is right there. Like that's just like right here. Just it go should, for it. It should be right there, talk baby. We talked about up. like one for forty minutes in a it's anime and manga. How I feel about Z moves. Oh fuck. Um, Jake, do you watch anime really at all besides clips or no? Um, no he, he he likes Vin for the main saga. Okay. Yeah, watch that. Um, no, not for the most part because um, I get distracted way too easily. So unless there's a good dub, then I I honestly just don't pay that. Well, you do to like it. dub. Um, I don't. I don't like prefer one way or the other, but I I just like I have to be able to look away sometimes. And if I like can't yeah. hear it, then I'm like I all miss like half the show because that's my yeah. attention span. Uh, <laughs> I like, dub. I like dub just because of the I, um i like guys, I, it's the first anime where i watched consistently um i'm gonna try and go through the golden cameo um mm-hmm. anime uh once i crunchy rolls like finished with their acquisition and all that or oh, wait buying funimation i like yeah I, so do that, you have and, this do you have this issue jake where it's like between the sub and the dub where if you're watching it dubbed, you have a harder time remembering character names. 
Um, if I'm watching it sub, uh, well, no, because uh, if I have, I have, I found that with Jujutsu I, Kaisen. I was like, I don't know who any of these characters' names are. I, I, and I was like three episodes when... deep, and then I went back and rewatched it subbed, and because it was constantly like, you know, oh man, Gojo, 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 Yuji, 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 yeah. Megumi, I, Megumi, get Megumi, and like, oh, okay, I, I know their names now. I have that problem if I've like not read it, but if I read it, then it's fine. Um, yeah. But I think the last anime like I truly like watched without um, just because it didn't have a manga was uh, Megalobox, and that one's really good. The first season is on um, Netflix also, but it it was weird because the second season ended up on Funimation, <laughs> which is the only reason why they started a Funimation subscription, and then they announced they were getting. Out. You get, but you get it for free <laughs> yeah. though if you switch over. You just gotta uh, fill out right. the little. Excuse me. You just gotta fill out the little thing, and you can get. Because I, I had a Funimation too forever. Because oh, I just, I just canceled, and I was just waiting for it to go through. I need to. Uh, I just need yeah, to. It's pick only up. like eight bucks a month for Crunchyroll. It's not yeah, I'll probably pick it up soon. I just keep um, forgetting. No, nah, you should have done. Oh, see, you fucked up. Dude, you get it. Guys, I pay six Dr. bucks. Stone, dude. I pay six Stone. bucks for Funimation, and when I did the little transfer thing, I got to keep my six bucks pricing for like six months. Oh, nice. So that two dollars a month, like, I'm going broke, but I got to save two dollars a month. <laughs> I would say I've had Crunchyroll for so fucking long. I'm just like, I was in. just because every, everything I did want to watch, like I, I didn't watch a whole lot. So the the limited platforms they were available on were fine for me, except for Vinland Saga on Amazon Prime because I hate using Prime. And yeah, and now that it's made the transition to Netflix, it's perfect. Because you ever no, watch no Amazon? Wa- Amazon really bungled its anime because yeah. they had um they had like made an abyss made an abyss was a amazing amazing anime and they put out a season one and then i think there's something weird with like production or like some studio because the only thing they put out now they never put out a season two they're but, very bad at marketing their content which yeah. is hilarious for them and a reach in- that company has instead of like they putting out instead of putting well. out um instead of putting out like seasons they put out like oh this arc's gonna be a movie and then this arc's gonna be a movie and like they just did that but amazon never got <clears throat> those those so it's only season one. Oh, that's fine um, and it's like unfortunate because i'm like this is this is a really interesting like concept and i really wanted to see the rest of it but oh uh, again I was... what it <clears throat> fuck me i guess <laughs> i was gonna say on dub is like <laughs> i so I have a really basic reason for liking dub, which is my first language is English. And so it just is always like, yeah, it's like people are like, oh, you so, like dubbed, you fucking uncultured. Swine. I'm like, dog, I grew up on the fucking language. I naturally just hear it. And I, know. I, I feel I, a way I can understand it, like just off rip. Yeah. I also have a great admiration because uh, Vegeta is very high on my all time character list. And Christopher Sabat is a voice actor. It's just fantastic. So yeah. any show I get him in, he's Zoro in One Piece. Uh, he is all might in my hero. Um, your boy's just fucking fantastic. And so any show I get, he's also he's in Jujutsu Kaisen. I forget who the fuck he is, um, but I heard his voice. Uh, maybe I gotta uh-oh. maybe I gotta rewatch it. Dub Jujutsu Kaisen. And that's just literally like bro is just like a part of my childhood. And so it's like every time I yeah. hear his voice, I just immediately go fuck yeah. And I think of all the different people he because in Dragon Ball he's like six. He's Piccolo, oh, he's, he's Vegeta. Boy. That's funny. 
Oh yeah, it's cool bar. He's the bro. He is the. If you cool don't bar. count, if you don't count, and I always forget his name and I feel bad. If you don't count, like Goku's voice actor, who's whole like both of their claim to fame is like they were like the first two to like really embrace going in a fucking studio and just screaming into a microphone at the top of their lungs, and they were like, "Fuck yeah, these are the guys. Get them as many fucking voice roles as possible." Um, but Goku's voice act doesn't do nearly as many. Chris Sabat is like, I think fairly stated as like the most prolific voice actor for anime. Um, your boy is He's just... not in Jujutsu Kaisen. That makes me sad. I could have... Give me a second. I could think of some characters you could be used for in the future just because, I mean, he's got a, an old man voice. So... He's just... <laughs> yeah. And knowing the cast currently really fits, but in the future I could see that. Somebody get that 24 frames per second first power. Can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> That's going to be so wild to see how they animate that. Yeah. And we'll get that in season two. Yeah. So <laughs> your boy, like, like you said, he got He's his in fire force. You, if, if, are you guys on his wiki page right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at his Dragon Ball character voice list. Kami, King Piccolo, Vegito, Piccolo Jr., Yamcha, Bayon, <laughs> Colonel Silver, construction worker. <laughs> Imagine telling homie, like, hey, look, I know you have, like, an important part in this episode, but can you please play construction worker number four for us as well? So like, voices, while you're here. He voices <laughs> Yami in Black Clover, too. Just can you save a... Oh, does he really? Yeah. yeah no, your I, is... I've been wanting to actually watch the Black Clover anime. Uh, it comes back. Black Clover is very... Uh, it just hits the right notes, kind of like... Uh, Demon Slayer. It's not like something yeah. to write home about, but love it's enjoyable. Slayer. He is in One Piece. He is Zoro and and fake Zoro as well. He's not fake Zoro. He's fake Sanji. No, that's the Japanese dub. So the Japanese Aww, sub, they flip, so in the Japanese lame. sub, they flip the act, which is clever. As fuck. In, in the Japanese, Zor- yeah, fake Zoro is Sanji's voice actor, oh, and fake man. Sanji is Zoro's voice actor. In English, no, he's just both. Oh, that's so lame. That was some. Of, that was one of the funniest bits they did in no, the it's, anime. It, it's extremely clever in Japanese. It's just yeah. In America, they're all they're doing like, impersonations of each other. Yeah. In America, it's like uh, they're just no, they're not that clever. They just write your boy a check and say as many as possible, please. Yeah, <laughs> like he uh, lets know why would we? Why would we trade voice actors? <laughs> you, you can do voices. Just do your voice again. Is he in Sailor Moon? If he's in Sailor Moon, I'm gonna cry. This is my last note. Let's see. Let's see. Is he in Sailor Moon? He is not in Sailor Moon. Jake, you ever re- you ever seen Afro Samurai? Um, no, Jake's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I get to him so bad? <laughs> Justin just broke at that. Um, I have I um I watched it late at night when I was way too young, so I don't remember it that well. Oh, but. that's that's where we can end this episode because I got like five minutes and I gotta go because I gotta buy a new bed. I'll never forget in one of like the most weird and like has anime ever taught y'all something like genuinely like life taught you something um yes yeah i I, oh i was gonna say i learned that if you uh 
ha- watch everybody you love die. Murders for a game. You have to get over it. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched Cowboy Bebop? Yeah. Justin? No, he's on the phone. Oh, damn it. No guest star on this so on this podcast. Just just the most interesting thing that anime has ever taught me. And this was speaking of ruining Kenshin. And this triggered because Jake said watching late at night. So I too would wake up every now and again in the middle of the night and like Toonami be on and they'd be doing like the really late night shows, which I think at the time of growing up, it was like Big O, Cowboy Bebop, Kenshin yeah. was on there. Um, a couple other ones. Aquatine Naruto, Hunger Force. Naruto used to get Naruto. Bleach got shown pretty late too. Damn. And, and I, I don't like only watch it at Pokemon. my grandma's. <laughs> And I remember there's an episode of Kenshin, and this is when um, Kenshin is training with his master, and everybody comes to uh, raid the house where the Oniwaban's at, because they're like, nobody's strong here, so it's uh, Shishio's little force, I forget the names at this point, and um, so they're all they're all attacking, right? And uh, fuck, why can't I? Uh, Kaoru and Yahiko are fighting the homegirl with a scythe. And they're like, wow, he's strong. I'm or sorry. Wow, she's strong. And she looks at him and goes, I'm a man. <laughs> Except she wasn't a man because in her very original dub, um, she just flat out says like, I forget the exact word. I don't want to mispronounce it for uh, my own sake. But essentially, I found out about transgender people at two o'clock in the morning. I was about eight years old. And it's because homie, home, he, her, she, her, she, he, her. Yeah, he, her. That's right. This is getting kind of, he, her. (laughs) This is starting to get into weird territory. Uh, He, her, literally said, Oh, why did the episode get taken down? And I love. And there it is. I love Shisha, but because I'm not a 100% a woman, I can never be with him. And I remember just, it's like 2 a.m. I had just woken up, uh, trying to go back to sleep. I saw that on my TV and I was like, what? And it took me about a solid two weeks to try to like rationalize what I had just seen in my brain. And uh, then I went back and found out the dub was changed because of that episode. So now they only reference as it's like a, she is a cro- or he is a cross dresser. It is no longer a transgender. And I was just like, ah, so that's how yeah. we find out about this. Is how we learn things in life. Don't go to school, kids. Just wake up at two in the morning and watch random animes. Yeah, um, I, I don't know what uh, Okama Land is or Okama Kempo is like translated to in English. Because Mr. Two is definitely like the first like queer character. Yeah. 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 I like that I remember seeing. And Oda's a Oda got it. You know, Oda has power when he's like, how you can make Sanji stronger. I think he's going to run away from the Jake, say what you're gonna say before I say something bad. (laughs) I I don't think I even like processed Mr. T like the implication with Mr. Two for a long time. I was well, just yeah, like, yeah. he's he's really into ballet. This is like 
what dancers do, right? Yeah. They, they can kick. Well, like... he comes with, like, they, they, he's definitely made to be a weirdo. And you're like, oh, he's just weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's you fun. go back and you go back and read it, and he's like, oh, I don't have a partner because, and you go, uh, he doesn't have a, uh, a, uh, a sidekick because he is both male and female. So. And Sanji what, fought what? him at Alabasta, and then he got the hey, Oda, you got away with some shit, my man, back in the early 2000s. Also, Eva, Eva just swapping is literally like he Oda went with Eva. He went, oh, what if I could just show gender fluidity? And he made that a power. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the oh, hormone, yeah, anyway. hormone. But it's the hormone, hormone fruit. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, anyway, I'm a man now. Oh, I'm feeling like a woman today. Yeah, okay. <laughs> With that being said, appreciate everybody for coming today. I wonder why this show gets taken down. <laughs> you didn't anyway. Uh Oda did it, not me. Oda made time to run away from the uh with that being said, as always, appreciate everybody for listening. At I talk like 980 at Shadow Riley, the Brambleberry on Instagram, Hardfile Network on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we got a bunch of cool new artwork that's coming out this next week. Um, go check out the YouTubers going to be on some of them. Go check out. We got new channel art for those of you that watch us or listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, <laughs> all the other things in the world. Should make this canned. That's <laughs> Appreciate you guys. Love you all. And we will see you guys next week. Someone uh, tell YouTube to put our shit back. Prediction. Momo kills Green Bull. Wano ends next arc or next.